0: Okay, folks, uh, welcome to the Fife Property Update. Uh, This is the weekly Fife Property Update for the market from the 11th of June to yesterday, the 17th of June. Now, we're going to look right across the market, Uh, we're going to look at number of properties actually coming with all the agents right throughout Fife, according to Right Move in the week, and we're going to compare them against the number of properties actually sold in the same week. This is a good indicator for supply and demand uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, then we could look at that at the end of the month, then we look at it in the quarter and also the six month period as well. Uh, but today we're just looking at the week itself um, and it gives us a good idea about where supply and demand is. So we know um, as a seller, should my house be selling a lot quicker or should it be taking a reasonable amount of time to sell? Or potentially, um, should I be in a boom market or should I be in a crash market? I wouldn't, he, wouldn't he use that word, um, but that's the market, that's how people think, uh, and the media would let you think something different, but when I look at the facts, it tells the truth. Uh, there's no doubt about that, so we're going to look at this information right now and assess where we are right now in terms of the Fife housing market. Generally, this is a reflection of the whole of the UK, um, because Fife tends to be a microcosm of a representation of the UK, with St Andrews at one end, which is the London of Fife effectively, And uh, the other end of the spectrum, and then there's one in between. And then we tend to be 50-50 in terms of urban and rural uh, or industrialized and farming uh, and fishing. Okay, uh, so let's crack on and look at some of the numbers for the week. Um, It's quite revealing this week. You can see right across there. um, Some of the areas are actually quite uh, robust uh, for people on Instagram because they don't see this. Um, I'll just explain where we are right now. So in Cooper area, uh, nine properties were actually listed by all the estate agents, and mm-hmm. ten actually sold. So demand outstripping supply. Um, at East Nook, ten actually came into the market, six actually sold. Now that's the other way around uh, where supply is outstripping demand. However, East Nook's actually been quite robust for the last couple of weeks, where demand has outstripped supply. So uh, if you look at it on that level over the last two or three weeks. Uh, this is quite a normalised situation for the East Newk area. Uh, maybe all these properties have actually come on at once, and it just so happens in the week, uh, there's a steady flow of uh, properties getting sold. So we'll probably see that flip round um, next week, and we'll, we'll look out for that. Um, okay, St. Andrews, seven came on, and there you go, 10 sold. So in the St. Andrews area, demand is clearly outstripping supply. Now, in and St Andrews that's the top price point when you think about it and generally that's why St Andrews usually lags uh, behind the rest of them with supply and demand so it just shows you there's a robust market out there um, and people are be able to pay that sort of price point um, for premium properties which is in the St Andrews area. Leadmouth, 10 versus 10 so even Stevens and don um, Dunfermline 54 versus 51 so again a good a good stable market Glenorthus 21 versus 10 21 come onto the market, 10 actually sold. Again, Glenorthus is similar. In the previous weeks, supply and demand, demand's outstripping supply. Uh, Kirkcaldy, 32 versus 14, and that's been the same as well. But we'll see what happens with the Glenorthus area and the Kirkcaldy area next week, because remember, this week it says uh, supply is clearly outstripping demand by almost about 50% in both areas for the Glenorthus and Kirkcaldy area. So it would be interesting to see what it's like next week. This could be the fact that uh, a lot of people are putting their houses in the market to actually get some new build properties and new build properties aren't reflected in these numbers at all. The tend to, the new builders, the, the builders, the new build builders tend to just put their properties on like one model of each on Rightmove, but they actually don't put them as sold. So we strip them out of this these numbers so so we don't reflect these in there because it skews it. Um, so this is called it, it, smoothing. Um, this this is called, um, this is something that the government uses as well, um, seasonally adjusted um, figures as well. Anyway, so overall, you can see, look, this is quite revealing as well, a total of 143 um, came onto the market versus 111 actually sold. So if we just take a quick calculator and I take 111 uh, divided by 143, um, you're about a 78% uh, demand as opposed to supply. Um, so on the face of it, it would actually show us that potentially um, we have a market which actually there's not many buyers out there. But on a monthly basis, that might be completely different. However, one of the things I do check, which is actually quite important to do, uh, is I check the amount of properties actually on the market through um, Zoopla every week. Now, Zoopla last week was round about uh, 911. Um, and then if you find if uh, there's a huge amount going up on Zoopla, because every estate agent tends to be able to afford to go on Zoopla, because right, moves have cost a lot of money to get your listings on there. And so some agents just can't afford that, um, whereas we can. But Zoopla tends to be one that everybody can be on because it's more affordable. So we look at the Zoopla numbers as a benchmark to see how much oversupply is in the market in comparison to the previous week or the pre-pandemic level. Um, Pre-pandemic level, there was about 1,100 to 1,200 houses on the market at any one point in time, Uh, just before in the 2019, coming up to the early 2020, there was about 1,100 to 1,200 on the market, according to Zoopla. So we take a quick look right just now, and I'll just show you what Zoopla is saying right now. I'll share my screen. Uh, Again, for the people on Instagram, I'll be able to tell you some numbers, Um, and we Share Zoopla here, so hopefully everybody can see this. Uh, now, it's easy for you to benchmark this as well. Um, all you need to do is go into Zoopla, type in Fife, hit the button on the search, and you'll come up with 922 properties. So literally, that's quite interesting, because this has only gone up about 11 from last week, I think, uh, and yet our numbers have actually gone up by 32 the supply versus demand in the week. So that would tell me that potentially some people have actually either just sold uh, today, that's quite unusual, or um, or they've actually withdrawn from the market and changed their mind um, in that in that week. So that could be the answer to that uh, question. But we wouldn't know till next week until that comes through. Uh, but quite revealing, again, as, as I said, 922 properties um, on the market right through 5 to buy, and yet, um, and pre-pandemic where the market was still completely buoyant and very stable and and, and you know um a lot of activity Um it was actually showing about 1100 1200 um so it just shows you i mean there's 170,000 households in fife um and there yet there's only 922 up for sale uh, which represents of the housing market up for sale with the number of properties um, available uh, in the Fife area. So that is a small amount in comparison, the 922 in comparison to these number of properties. And remember, after all, there's, uh, according, if we jump back to that, I'll remove this from the screen and I'll jump back to my previous screen. Um, And the reason I'm going to do that is I'm going to show you um, this number again. Uh, Let's just jump on here. We would saw that. And before the weekly stats. If you look at that number in the weekly stats, the 143 down below, 143 divided by, um, divided by 7, um, you're literally just uh, uh, 20 people have made a decision every single day last week in Fife uh, to sell a property and probably potentially buy a property as well. Because if you take the 111 and divide it by uh, 7, um, so 111 divided by 7 uh, is uh, 16 people. So 20 people versus 16 people buying. Um, so it's, again, um, every single day, somebody makes a decision to buy or sell a property in Fife. So for people that have actually currently got their house in the market, because there's a lot of people, there's a big expectation here. Um, and it's often relayed by most uh, most people's friends It uh, usually typically say, your house is gonna sell no bother. It'll probably sell quick. No, that could be right and every house could sell quick, but you'll probably only sell it quick, potentially either if your house is outstanding and somebody definitely wants it and there's more people chasing after it, but there's less demand than there was last year, or you've got it at a low price and it's really attractive to quite a lot of people, so you're probably possibly not getting the full value for for the full added value out of, out of your property um, in itself because you're potentially wanting to do a quick exit because you're motivated to sell quicker rather than later. Um, the you, It just depends. Now, the key here is, um, even if you get an early offer, it's, it's not how, how quick you've got the offer, it's how long the buyer's been in the market, which is the most important thing. And that's the key to ask your estate agent if you get an early offer. How long has my buyer been in the market? Because if they've just appeared to the market, then potentially that means other people will appear to the market as well. If they've been in the market for quite a while, it potentially means you've got to be serious about considering this offer that they've made as a really good offer right off the bat because they could be looking for something else right at the back of this. And there's an expression in a state agency which we all follow. um, Well, we follow. I'm not sure about others. And it's called time kills all deals. In other words, after the offer's been made, the longer it takes to decide to accept or reject or ask for more money, it could kill the whole deal overall. And people could just say, look, I've bought another one. I'm on to something else. It does tell me, though, if we've got all these properties actually listing in that week and selling in that week, if you've got 111 and you've generally got about 6,500 getting listed every year, potentially what it tells me, on average, it's roughly taken about six to eight weeks to sell a property in five. That is the average. Some people are taking three months, four months, five months because they're they're happy to play the waiting game. Some people are doing it in three days, two weeks, four weeks, uh, uh, and six weeks. It it just depends when you're ready to exit and what your motivation is as well. There's people putting their property on the market right now with no clear indication about where they're going to move to next. However, they're happy to discuss a longer entry date in order for you to get your dream house. For somebody to fit into that criteria so it allows them time to go and buy somewhere else because they're concerned that their dream home is going to come onto the market and they may end up missing out because their house isn't in the market at all so that's the important thing you still need to be in a position to proceed that's what the indicators are telling us in the market right now you need to be in a position to proceed if you want to make an offer on a property or you possibly might not even get entertained at all Unless potentially the estate agent representing the seller has seen your property already and they know it'll probably sell quite well and you've potentially made an offer which will fit right into the criteria of their seller. That's quite important. Hence the reason why we say to people more than likely if you've got a house to sell, we need to come out and see it because if you're potentially going to make an offer on any of our clients' houses, we need to be able to tell them if we think it'll be sellable so we can possibly work on your behalf to um, get you that property and also act on behalf of our seller, uh, which is the most important thing. So hopefully that's hopefully you've, under, you've understood that. Now, let me talk about um, what's been sold this week and what's coming to market and all the rest of it. Um, and I'll just quickly go on to that. This will give us a good indication about what's selling we this is actually quite an instant one. Uh, this was sold in St Andrews in three weeks. Uh, Wood Gardens. Uh, this was a cracking property, absolutely stunning inside, uh, great value for money. And this at spotterswood Gardens sold in three weeks, a five-bedroom detached bungalow, and it was listed offer of for offers of over six hundred thousand, and it is gone within three weeks. And um, so, if you've got a property like this in the St Andrews area in the Spotters Wood Gardens area, and you're thinking, wow. 600,000, really? I would never have thought my property was worth that. Uh, then give us a call. Get us out. The next one for me is uh, Main Street Hill. Uh, This Hill. Now, this took a lot longer because this was, you could see it, it probably didn't need a wee bit of work done to it. I think it did, actually. And there was works on going in, in, in at the time uh, because it needed to be done in order to rectify any issues that had actually come up in the Home Report. Um, so the owner was prepared to put it on the market. They wanted to put it on the market and just see where it took them. Um, But they actually decided to do the works and that's why it took a lot longer to sell this property than actually typically usual because not, not everybody was on side with the fact that there was additional work to do and they possibly couldn't see through that. Uh, But that was a choice of the actual seller that did this, and that's why it took a lot longer than usual. But it was listed offers for 110,000, and it is actually sold to a first-time buyer. Uh, The lifeblood of the housing market, first-time buyers. It allows us everybody to upgrade, everybody to downgrade. It keeps a circle of the house, the housing market going all the time, the lifeblood. Uh, The next one for us, it was sold. um, This was Ferguson Place in St Andrews, uh, sold in two weeks. Um, this is a five bedroom detached house listed, offers over £650,000. Uh, and, you know, this went to uh, a new set of owners and they were overjoyed to secure uh, their forever home. This is the one for them. They're going to, you know, basically live in for a long time. Uh, this is a perfect family home, this property. And no surprise, it actually went, uh, offers over 650000 in two weeks. So there you go, St Andrew's selling well. Over the line, Coalstream Crescent's away, uh, sold in two months. There you go. There's the average. Uh, Four-bedroom detached property. It was listed over 275,000, and it is away to an upsizer uh, who will release their property more than likely for a first-time buyer. Uh, Bonnegate and Cooper, um, this is sold in two weeks, a two-bedroom detached um, um, property here. Um, It was listed over to 180000 and the new owners loved their first uh, home and uh, actually one person missed out on this property. So one person missed out on this property. So you've got a similar property in the Bonnegate area, um, a two-bedroom detached house. Listed over of you know 180,000 round about the price that you get for it, and um, if it's similar to this one, then we want to hear from you. If you're looking to sell and you think yeah that's the right price for me, I'm ready to go. Um the next one is a, a, a flat, and that was sold in four weeks. One bedroom ground floor apartment in the Erskine Street of Erskine Street of Buckhaven. Uh, this was listed over to of about 48,000. Re- this these types of properties are v- recovering quite well. Uh, since the actual credit crunch, you know, the credit crunch times, and they were a lot lower after the credit crunch, and it's taken a long time for these property prices to recover, but they're now going for offers over a uh, one-bedroom ground floor apartments, going for offers over 48,000 in the Ayrskine Street of Buckhaven. So if you've got a property like this, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you, uh, because there's really good demand for them at this point, and now is maybe the time you think to yourself, well because I couldn't sell it for the right price before and I had to rent it potentially, maybe now is the time I want to exit. So this could be the right time for you. Uh, Ashgrove and Methyl, this sold in just under two months. This is a three-bedroom terrace house and it was listed over as over 115,000. Um, and this is, uh, went to a first-time buyer, on, again, a first-time buyer. Here we go. You know, the great thing about first-time buyers is they keep the momentum in the property market going and the transactions of the property market going. Transactions are more important than price. Price allows you to move on, yes, and it gives you a better added value to buy your next property. But for the health of the housing market, it relies on property transactions. That's the most important one. This, this, We love the fact that we, you know, we all don't like a boom market. We all don't like a bust market. We like a nice, steady flowing market. Uh, okay, so that one at um, Ashgrove and Methyl, uh, Methyl Hill it went for three-bedroom terrace house. It was listed over for 115000 and as I said, that one's away as well. Uh, finally, the one in Myrtle uh, Terrace and Tayport, that sold in five weeks um, and a three-bedroom terrace house this was and it was listed over offers over, over 260000 uh The new owner is decided, d- delighted to move into the area. So they are actually coming to relocate here. And um, so we've got somebody coming out. We've got some good amount of first time buyers and we've got upsizers here as well. So real good, healthy housing market. And that gives us a really good demonstration that will now allow people from the mid market to move into the upper market. So if you're waiting for someone to buy your property because you've been in the market for quite a while, potentially these are the type of people because they now sold their house It will be looking at your house. Um, and this is why I tell you about the great thing is 20 people make a decision every single day in the Fife area to buy and sell a property. And that's why a new person could come along every, every single day. There could be a new person looking at your property at this point in time. Uh, let's quickly um, talk about, um, we're going to talk about coming soon, but I'm just going to talk about a, a couple of blogs that were done yesterday. Um, so gaining extra pounds, nothing to do with weight loss or anything like that, um, but this is about gaining extra pounds in monetary terms. Um, So Perry and I did a show yesterday and it was about fine tuning the most valuable and saleable parts of your home. So we did cover things about how to fine tune or the things like in your living room, uh, in your bathroom, in your kitchens, uh, in your bedrooms um, and also the garden areas as well. So we did talk about that in a bit of detail. Uh, There is a a link on this. If you click on the link, it will take you through. You can click on the link for that actual show about gain, gaining extra pounds. It was a wee bit, of, you know, a good insight into how to uh, how to do adding value for minimum cost um, to create more value in your home to possibly get people to buy it and uh, and maybe in a, in a bit quicker. So if your home's not moving, it could be possible. Uh, maybe fine-tuning some of these areas uh, could be the best benefit for you also if you're thinking about putting your house on the market this is the one for you to tune into as well and click on because you'll also find out the things that you potentially should not be doing and trying to add new value because you could end up losing more money than you're actually spending Um, and and that's again on this on this link uh, the, the quickly, the other one as well, if you're a Fife landlord or your landlord, uh, Richard and I spoke about in midweek about a, a guide to the rent cap and the suspension or evictions and what that actually meant. We actually concentrated quite a lot on what it meant for the tenants who are the most, uh, some of the most vulnerable people in our society as tenants and what this rent cap and suspension or evictions actually, how it impacted on them. And, you know, I'll I'll be honest and say this is actually quite revealing. And the fact that um, it actually the legislation goes against them rather than actually helping them when you actually listen to this podcast or or, or watch the show itself. But you decide, you click on it, watch the show, decide for yourself and, and make your own decisions. Um, but that's quite a good insight into, into as well. What's going to be coming on? Uh, so let's talk about what's coming on. Now, what's coming on uh, this week? Watch out for these ones. Uh, Midshore and St Monan's, a four bedroom terraced house that will be coming on. Um, that was actually, I think that's actually been taken off another agent Um the sellers just got to the point where they've said, look, you can't sell it to the agent, I, I need to give it to five Properties um, and uh, and so they've come to us with Craig uh, Craigman Grove and Seller Dyke, this is another one. Uh, we had number eight, I think, come on in the week. Um, we've got uh, a four bedroom detached house coming on up at Craigman Grove, Ashley. It's a it's huge one it's got great off street parking to the front you can easily get some sort of camper van or commercial vehicles as well as your own cars in there as well and the back garden's really nice i love it because i've been in it um so craignan grove and Teller dyke that will be coming on uh, this week and um, turner crescent and methyl um, a two-bedroom terraced house watch out for that one Murray um, uh, way and glenroth it's a five-bedroom detached house will be coming on at the cribs in St Monans, two-bedroom cottage that's about to come on. That's number five. Have anybody seen the pre-portal this week? Uh, William Street in East Weems, a three-bedroom terrace house. George Terrace in St Monans, a four-bedroom terrace house. You have probably just seen the pre-portal for that on Friday. I tell you what, that's some property. And that upstairs <laughs> bedroom, which had these panoramic views right across, right across the Ladies Tower across all the houses and across the forth to, to Edinburgh, to Berwick and, 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 and to Leith. Um, it's actually pretty startling. And the back garden sits in the sun all day long. Plus it's got even uh, an annex off the back, which actually uh, you can, your guests could have their own ensuite suite facilities. Um, so that's another one, George Terrace and St. Monans, four bedroom terraced house. Uh, West Shore and St. Monans. Again, I did that on Friday, I did the pre-portal. Um, a four bedroom uh, terraced house with that glass atrium, if anybody saw that pre-portal. Glass atrium, I remember Peter Marr telling me that he actually saw the crane went over the houses and, and relayed and put this glass atrium right smart bang in the middle of the house between the house and the net loft and how they converted it all into one big house. It is a stunning property and the back garden is absolutely amazing all being landscaped. Um, so West Shore and mornings, that's a great one as well. Uh, West End Cottage in Kalesi, a two-bedroom semi-detached cottage uh, is coming on as well. If these are any of these properties are actually ones you're actually looking for, um, then by all means, uh, message us direct now with your contact details so we can actually give you a heads up um, about more information about these properties because if they're coming to market, People are tuning in right now and they're listening to this on the podcast the next day and they're finding out about these properties. They're inquiring about them. If you're waiting for it to come on a website, you're possibly too late because we saw 26 George <laughs> George Street on social media and before it even actually got into the website and a lot of people were gutted Um, because it happened. And and that was only a couple of weeks ago. And then we sold another one um, on the socials as well, on the social websites, um, on the social media channels as well, before it even got to a website. So you're potentially missing out on possibly your dream home. So if you like the sound of these areas and that uh, size of property, four bedroom, three bedroom, two bedroom, five bedroom, uh, and and semi-detached and terrace and all the rest of it, then make tentative inquiries now. Give us your details and we'll tell you a bit more um, before it actually even probably gets to pre-portal so no one else sees it first and you're getting first dibs at it, potentially. If you're in a position to proceed, you can make a seller learn. Offer they cannot refuse. It could be yours before it goes to any website and before it even goes to social media. There has been property sold off market completely. So it's not even got to social media. So you could miss out on your dream home. So remember, register with us, but also register with all the other estate agents as well. Because this is what's happening. You're too late. If you snooze, you lose. If you wait on it coming on a website, you're too late. You're possibly out of the game for getting your dream home. Completed and over the line. A couple of them are completed. Now, the the thing that we talk about completed, that's keys handed over. The reason that we talk about keys handed over um, is because now we can tell you what they went for. So you know and have a rough idea in that area what the typical offers over the home report value that uh, you should be offering for these properties and what these properties are actually going for if you've got a similar style that you're looking at right now. Uh, so Lavrock Terrace in Glenrothes uh, was a four-bedroom terraced house and it actually sold in two weeks. Um, and it actually sold for home report value in the Glenrothes area. So Glenrothes, and that was 130000 So that was a good price for a four-bedroom terrace house at Lavrock Terrace in Glenrothes. 130,000. If 130,000 and you're in that area floats your boat, then contact us because it might it might actually give you better choices to move to. Now remember, these were sold possibly three or four months ago, so potentially your house price might have gone up just a wee smidgen. Um Now, since the beginning of the year, house prices apparently, according to the current information, have gone up slightly according to the um, the information real time it's right now not the land registry, but real time right now so while you're getting information on the land registry, which will be out this Wednesday by the way saying that property prices over the last 12 months have actually gone down and potentially they're only 1 or 2% more um, have, have since last year um, then then you're not it, it's maybe based on information it could be like 6 months or 9 months out of date um, but we have the current real-time information about what things are going for because we've got pipeline. So we know what the home report is on ours. We know what they've just been sold for. So we know in your area what the whole, what how much your property is a property like yours could be going for over the home report value. And yes, properties are actually going for over the home report value right now. Some are going under, some are on home report, but some are over. And we know the areas that are actually they're going over and the most desirable areas in the Fife area as well. Stratton Park in Cooper, a two-bedroom semi-detached house, sold in uh, three months, uh, and it, but it sold in three months and it actually sold for five thousand more than the home report. It sold for two hundred and thirty-five thousand. So three months, but they got five thousand more. That paid for lawyers' fees, and paid for also possibly estate agency fees as well. So they got the right price for their house, which is the home report value, and they got their fees paid for them with the extra they got for the property. Um, wouldn't you like? Wouldn't you love to do that? so there's no cost in selling and you got the true value for your house it was on the home report itself Um, and that was the downsizer so these are the most important things to take care of and one thing before i finish off um and i'll just quickly say it here Uh, richard and i doing the wealth creation show again tomorrow and we're on episode 74 um there'll be a link in here to the wealth creation show itself actually somewhere apologies to people on instagram that doesn't apply oh it does actually because i'll post it on later on yes it will apply you will get that link um wealth creation show so you can tune into that tomorrow we're all about this week um we're going to be telling you at 12 30 how to accelerate your income and um, so how to accelerate your income there's so much doom and gloom about cost of living about inflation about interest rates going up so you know that's all very well but you can you can curb your costs and this is what the government's trying to do by putting base rates up for people to say look I'm not going to spend too much therefore I'm not going to fuel inflation inflation by spending too much but what what the main criteria you should be doing and this is how most successful and wealthy people actually think is I tell you what I'll maybe I'll maybe you know go over the costs but the more important thing is I'll increase my income which is effectively your sales. Because that's, that's where it is. There's an abundance of money out there still in the system. You've just got to find a way to actually attract it to you and actually make it. Um, so we're going to be talking about this. We're, we're going to be talking about things like what is accelerating your income, what's the best way to achieve your income, um, accelerate your income, and what does leveraging your position mean? Um, now, that's actually quite key. And what is actually the leverage? Um, so we're going to be talking about that and all the different things you need to know. So tune in tomorrow, wealth creation show. You can watch it on my public post. I think there's a link in here to that, and you can watch it on our YouTube channels as well because we're going to be streaming it on there as well. And Richard and I will tell you all about how to accelerate your income in 2023 and beyond because it's this is all about accumulation, compounding over time as well. And um, unlike what a, effectively what a job is, so a job is. You get to the end of the year. You're told how much you're going to get paid every single year. You've got a salary. You get to the end of the year and your job, your salary counter goes right back to zero and you have to earn it again. Now, accelerating your income could potentially be a different scenario where you get to the end of the year and your salary counter for accelerating your income and compounding your wealth doesn't go back to zero. It goes exactly where it is and you build on top of that existing income that you've got already coming in that's how to leverage your position and how to accelerate your income over every single year to follow so tune in tomorrow to the wealth creation show 12 30 live you can ask questions as well we'll be on TikTok, we'll be on instagram we'll be on twitter we'll be on the youtube channels we'll be on the my public profile my personal profile we will be on richard's uh, profile as well And until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV. See you tomorrow.